today on Homesplitacast. Um, I have further evidence that uh, the media really does hate you, and they want you to shut up. <clears throat> they want you shunned from society. They want you not to be allowed into polite conversation. It is unfortunate, but that is where we are in our country. That is where we are in this state, actually. Um, so, we will be looking into all that. I do have some good news for you, too. I mean, j just because the media hates you doesn't mean it's all over. We've got me pushing back. You've got Garrett Soldano pushing back. You've got Christina Caramo pushing back uh, for Secretary of State. You've got so many people that are pushing back on the media. So, do not lose hope. There is still a lot we can do in this country. I'm Anand Don. This is the Homeless Politicast. All right. I do have the chat up. So, oh, I need to keep it on top always, though. Dang. Um... Oh, crap. I need to go get my glasses, too. That is unfortunate. <clears throat> All right. Goodness gracious. Now I'm ready to go. <clears throat> okay. As soon as I get my headphones back on, to make sure I can hear myself. Um. Okay. Wow, I can read stuff now. It's amazing. Just uh, get your eyeballs, and everything looks way better. Um, where is always on top? I feel like it wasn't. Oh, it is always on top. Well, how unfortunate. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to figure out. Okay, see if that works. Um, nope, it doesn't. Crap. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to get my uh, my phone out and watch the chat from there because I always do this for you guys. I want to get your opinions. I want to be hearing from you. That is why I always keep my eye on the chat because unlike the media, I don't want to just speak for myself. I think there are more people out there that think like me in Michigan. So I want their voices to be heard. Because I know there are a lot of people that are upset with everything that has gone on in Michigan. <clears throat> but the Detroit Free Press, in all their glory, are telling us, guys, it is time to start shutting the vaccine hesitant. It's time to, it's time to start shutting them. Um, so they, they, really, they really do hate you. And that is why you should be, you know, uh, just checking checking out other people, trying to find other news sources that don't just literally hate your guts. Okay, so, I mean, if you're a vaccine-hesitant person, um, <clears throat> I, you probably don't give the Detroit Free Press your money. But I, it doesn't have to be me either. I would just encourage you to support any news in Michigan that does not hate you. So Joe Peggs is really good. Joe Peggs uh, is actually on Twitch as well. 
Um, he, uh, I mean, he, he's really good. Um, check out Joe Fags. Very conservative. He, he is more, he's going to try and keep you on his show. He's going to try to get you upset about things. Okay. So you have to know that going in. Um, he's, I mean, he, he is more a media type than me. Um, gosh, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to insult him, uh, because I really do like listening to him. Um, he just, he does what radio people do. People that spend a long time on the radio talking about politics, they, they have to get themselves up, you know, all worked up and that gets the audience all worked up and, you know, that's, that's just how it works. And so... Uh, that and that's how you keep an audience. That's how you keep them coming back for more, because they get they kind of get a high off of that. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't watch his show three hours a day. Um, maybe follow his Twitter or something if something pops up. I don't know. Um, but there there are a lot of other media that really don't hate you. A lot of your local local papers probably wouldn't print this so check out your local papers i mean see where they're you know see who owns them um because i know a couple of them are wxyz affiliates um the grand rapids press is associated with m live like um a lot of the smaller town papers are run by you know the state papers so you want to find out uh where they're at let me um, let me finish this, this tweet real quick and then I'll be back. All right, there we go. I'm hoping to get some of my Twitter crowd onto, you know, the Twitch stream so they can check it out and, uh, you know, approve the show. So, has been rock star. Ted Nugent told the world last week that he has COVID-19. Nugent's announcement was an oddity because he previously called the viral pandemic a, quote, leftist scam to destroy, unquote, former President Donald Trump. As I watched Nugent's Facebook Live post, in which he repeatedly uh, hocked up wads of phlegm and spit them on, spit them to the ground, I get emotional when he described being so sick that he thought quote, he quote was dying. But when he trashed the COVID nineteen vaccine and warned people against taking it, I realized that the emotion I was feeling was not empathy; it was anger. Okay, um, Michael J. Stern, you're uh, really angry. Um, probably that means that you shouldn't be making a decision. Um, if you're angry about something, you are not thinking clearly 
I mean, almost by definition. Like, if you are consumed by an emotion, nothing... Actually, we could stop right there because nothing more that he says is going to be anything. It's just going to be his anger and rage. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he's an opinion columnist for the Detroit Free Press. <coughs> One of the largest news um, agencies in Michigan. So he has a lot of clout. <clears throat> so we continue. For the better part of a year, as the coronavirus racked up hundreds of thousands of American deaths, the flickering light at the end of the tunnel was herd immunity, the antibody force shield coming that comes when enough people have survived the illness or have been vaccinated against it. Go get vaccinated, America, President Biden said in his speech to Congress this week, referring to the shot as, quote, a dose of hope. So, number one... <clears throat> As I sit here reading this, I'm curious about Ted Nugent's actual post. Um, that is just a bunch of stupid crap. Um, a bunch of elderly people died. It was very sad. It is tragic. But um, oddly enough, deaths from the flu went way down. Deaths from other things went way down. So, I, you know what? I, the Detroit Free Press keeps on telling me that the coronavirus was just not bad. Well, I mean, it, it kind of got rid of all of their death, didn't it? Like, <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure our overall death for the year was like lower than it was a couple years ago. So, um, yeah, I'm going to check into that <clears throat> actually right now because I can do that. I have the internet. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> so <clears throat> not more than but I don't know. That's pretty close. 2.8 million. 3.1 million. 2.8 million. 3.1 million. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. This doesn't look right. The media is telling us that more people died than ever before, and it's crazy. And oh my goodness, we all got to get the vaccine. Well, I'm, again, I'm still skeptical. Sorry, media. Sorry, Democrats. I know that this is what you're going for. You want division about this. You want people to hate each other for their opinions. You want people to literally, you want, it, it's, it's crazy to me that Democrats literally want their constituents to hate the other side. Like, that is what they try to do. And the media goes right along with it. Like, so vaccine hesitancy, for one, is not, uh, like, any sort of vaccine denial or um, vaccine conspiracy theorism. 
It is simply a new drug that the FDA refuses to approve. Give me just one second. I need to plug my phone in to keep my eye on the stream. Um, my goodness. Now maybe I am put together enough to finish this show. Um. Okay, so <clears throat> we got 2.8 million and 3.1 million as the deaths for 2008 and 2020, respectively. So I fail to see <clears throat> the actual um, pandemic as depicted by the Detroit Free Press. Um, I think we've gone enough into this hateful... I don't know. We, we got through two lines. You know what? Let's keep, let's keep plowing on. Anthony Fauci, the, top, the nation's top infectious disease doctor, suggested in December that if 75 to 85% of the population got vaccinated, we could reach herd immunity by June. And with herd immunity, we'd return to a measure of normalcy meaning indoor dining, movie theaters, and hugs. Well, I've been doing um, all that just whenever I wanted to, uh, except for the theaters and indoor dining. Um, yeah, I've, I have not, not hugged anybody unless they specifically said, no, don't hug me, which I have not had anybody do. My So my uncle-in-law is a Democrat, and, I mean, even even he, like, he knows that I go everywhere unmasked. And he lets me in his house without a mask. He hugs me. He shakes my hand. Like, I don't think he's as terrified of the virus as everybody else. Um, I, I think he was at the beginning. Uh, but I, I was able to throw, some few, throw a few facts out there for him and get him digging a little bit. And he was like, oh, well, some of this is kind of stupid. So I don't think I don't think he's ready to abandon the Democrats yet, but I think he realizes that a lot, some of what they're doing is really really stupid, which is encouraging. Okay, but herd immunity is slipping away. I I gotta get, quit get, getting distracted. But herd immunity is slipping away because a quarter of Americans are refusing to get the COVID nineteen vaccine. Doctor Gregory Poland, director of the Mayo Clinic's vaccine research group, recently said. Quote, there is no eradication at this point. It's off the table. We as a society have rejected, unquote, herd immunity. Hmm, no. Quote, we, unquote, have not rejected anything. A quarter of the country is ruining it for all the rest of us. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to look at this. Because I'm pretty sure it's higher than a quarter. Oh, so they took a poll. 
and that's that's just their number. So yeah, okay. I don't care about the Detroit Free Press's number or the Associated Press's number. Uh, they couldn't get an ac- they couldn't recognize an accurate poll if it came up and bit their leg off. Um, I mean, they used to be able to. Don't get me wrong; they used to be able to. But I'm I am so convinced that they skew their polls right now that <clears throat> I'm just not even gonna bother trusting. I don't even care if it's that big of a discrepancy. I'm not bothering trusting it because, like, there's quite a few people that I know that, like, don't care if anybody else gets the vaccine. Once you get the vaccine, then you're protected against the Rona. So why are you worried about what everybody else is doing, Detroit Free Press? Why are you worrying about what everybody else is doing, Dr. Gregory Poland? Who, Who nominated that guy? Who elected that guy? Who appointed that guy? I didn't. I don't think anybody else remembers appointing him. So, uh, yeah, we need to quit the silliness. It's not just wacky former rockers who put herd immunity out of reach. It is white evangelicals. 45% say they won't get vaccinated. And it is Republicans. Almost 50% refuse the vaccination. In Texas, 59% of white Republicans have said no to the vaccine. (sighs) You can slap the euphemism vaccine hesitancy on the problem, but in the end, the GOP and the children of G.O.D. are perpetuating a virus that is sickening and killing people in droves. Had to get the Christians in there, huh? Yup. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Oh, <laughs> so I was wrong, everybody. They don't just hate Republicans. It's Christians, too. So, uh, but Christians knew that. Um, It's just funny to, to, to watch them come out and say it. I'm done with their silliness. I'm not going to give them any more time on their site. They don't need it. They don't deserve it. Oh, that's great. Oh, I got a notification. <clears throat> Oh, he was... Okay, that's just a different thing. Alright. So, I have, obviously, other things to talk about. Um, Where was my... The posts that I've been making. There it is. Okay. So... Something I I noticed this morning, actually, when I was perusing Twitter for a bit. Um, When are we getting rid of the masks? Um, (laughs) This guy, Mike Ruger, he is uh, in Michigan, so uh, if you've got Twitter, probably follow him. Um, He's pretty entertaining. Um, But, yeah, yeah. he pointed out that uh, there's no there's no percent to unmask. So I'm wondering if maybe Michigan is a state I don't want to be living in. Um, I'm going to be starting my career soon, and I can actually choose where I go. And Michigan is not making itself a very appealing candidate, I just got to say. And I, I read some encouragement in Scripture uh, the other day. Um, Jesus said, uh, you know, when they persecute you... Uh, Flee to other towns, for you will not be able to visit. Um, 
Actually, I'm going to pull it up because there's no way that I just, I just botched that entirely. Um, I know what the general, the general idea is. Um, okay. Uh, you will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who endures to the end will be delivered when they persecute you in one town, escape to another. For I assure you, you will not have covered the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, or a slave above his master. It is enough for a disciple to become like his teacher, and a slave like his master. <clears throat> if they called the head of the house Beelzebub, how much more the members of his household. So, um, that was encouraging for me. Because it says that I'm able to actually flee to another city if they persecute me. So, uh, because I was thinking that, like, I should just, I have to stay in Michigan. I have family here. You know, there's, you know, I'd have to take my mom with me probably because I, I don't, well, I don't know. Might be good for her. Uh, I don't know. Um, if she wants to come, she's more than welcome. I will decide that later. I don't even know if she wants to. So, um, so, uh, again, Michigan Senate Dems, um, so I guess if 4.30.20 was a dress rehearsal for one six twenty one. Number one, those dates are so far away. If they were preparing, this movement took a stupid long time to enact their plans. Um, generally, movements don't have this kind of control as BLM shows. Uh, so, I the, the restraint of this movement compared to other movements, um, pretty pretty amazing. But um, in any case, they're they're still screaming um about guns and of course of course they are they're always going to be screaming about guns um so this is an interesting one and i'm actually going to tweet this out because i want people to hear this um this is an actual like this is important um because if you if you're or if you're looking and you're reading actually you can't see what it says oh okay so now you can uh so if you're just watching your screen crap uh you'll see that Robert Gordon did not know that he was resigning when he found out he was resigning it's really interesting uh because you would think that this is news that the the press would cover, right? Wait a second. Our health director, during a pandemic, did not know he was resigning, was told he was resigning, and then four months later offered $155,000 of taxpayer money. You would think, would you not, that that would, um, that would set off some alarms in the media. But... <laughs> I haven't seen a word of it. I haven't seen a word of Robert. Well, you know, I, I to be fair, I haven't checked the Detroit news. But uh, 
Let's watch. That was the goal of today's testimony in front of the House Oversight Committee about the abrupt departure of Michigan's former health director. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for Action News at 6. I'm Carolyn Clifford. And I'm Dave Llewellyn. Today, Robert Gordon fielded tough questions in Lansing about walking away from his job during a pandemic. But this saga has been months in the making. It began back in January when the governor abruptly announced that it was time to, quote, go in a new direction. Days later, on February 1st, Robert Gordon resigned. Then came the controversial separation agreement and that $155,000 payout. And on March 1st, word of the confidentiality agreement went public and the backlash began. Not even two weeks later, Governor Whitmer released this executive directive on how state agencies can end employee contracts, emphasizing that the legality of using payouts and confidentiality clauses. There is a lot of anticipation going into today's hearing, and we still don't know the full story of how and why this happened. 7 Action News reporter Jim Kirchner joins us live now to take you through everything we learned today. Jim, fill us in. Carolyn and Dave, Gordon gave only limited answers why. Remember, he avoided testifying for weeks. He did so today under subpoena. He indicated he had disagreements with the governor over those orders he had to sign to keep COVID restrictions on us. And he said he requested the video conference with the governor on January 22nd. That's when his abrupt departure was abrupt for him as well. The governor said to me, Robert, grateful for your service. I think it's time to go in a new direction. She subsequently dropped off the call. Mark Totten, the governor's chief counsel, <clears throat> offered me an opportunity to resign, and I did. In testimony that lasted close to an hour and a half, House Republicans zeroed in on a confidentiality agreement that became known in March that Gordon signed 155,000 cash, six months of health care coverage in exchange for not talking and not suing. Gordon said it was offered, and he took it. Gordon, who has a law degree, says he didn't plan to sue. Under public pressure, the confidentiality clause was later dropped. What does the people in Michigan receive? I mean, what, what did we get for that payment? I can understand it might be your view that that was not, um, you know, that that's bad policy for the state to enter agreements in this circumstance. I think that's something for you and the governor to consider. Committee chair and other Republicans said so that the deal violated the state constitution. Would you be willing to pay that money back to the state, to the taxpayers? Representative, I'm, I'm not going to answer hypotheticals. I'm in no position to evaluate the constitutionality of this. So he won't give the money the back either. The tone shifted when Gordon said he did his best, left it all on the field when he was forced to walk away. I worked my heart out in that job. It was a challenging time, lots of stuff going on personally. But, uh, you know, I didn't see much of my kids in that time. My parents became ill and protesters outside my house. Gordon gave only a glimpse why he and the governor had a falling out. From my perspective, it was a reasonable difference. And I think there are areas of black and white in COVID. And then, you know, an example would be masks. At the end of the hearing, disappointment. To some people, it is a lot of money. And so to receive a severance agreement a month after you've left, suddenly, and with no answers as to why you left, um, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to hear more today. Now, Gordon said as an at-will employee and appointee, he knew what he had to do, and that was to move on. Jim Kurtzner, 
7 Action News. Seems like more to come here. Thank you so much, Jim, for the live report as always. All right, that ended a second ago, and I wasn't back yet. <laughs> you may have heard a boom. Um, I needed to make certain requests of certain people for less shoes in the house. So, um, Robert Gordon did not know that he was retiring. I uh, won't give the money back, won't, won't really say uh, what what the heck is going on with this. So, um, I was going to, uh, what the heck? Hold on. Let me check my OBS stream because, uh, it seems like, okay. Nope. My stream is good. My stream is good. All set. Um, Yeah, so we discussed Robert Gordon not knowing um, that he had been retired from government work. Um, let's see. So, controversial Grand Rapids stop. I don't know what that one was. I'm going to have to read about it because this is really long. Okay. What's your first name? What's your first name? Huh? I know, I'm talking to you though. What's your first name? Or what, I want to have you step out of the car and talk to me back here, alright? We'll take your seatbelt off. Take your seatbelt off, man. You're the one that littered out there at 110 Hall, so I want you to come talk, talk to me back here. I'm talking to you, so I want you to step out. Step out of the car. It's not a big deal. What? Uh. All right now, come on, step up. Yeah, you're good. Step on out. Turn around. Put your hands right on top of your head for me, bud. You're gonna go in handcuffs. Doesn't mean you're going to jail, okay? Give me your right hand. Keep your left hand on top of your head for so me. So he saw him put something in his pocket, I'm sure, or hide something. Turn the car off, man. Give me the other hand. You're good. It's for littering, man. It's not a big deal. It is a rustle offense. That's why you're in handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Well, no, he didn't. He said it's for littering. Do you have anything illegal on you, buddy? No, sir. No, no weed or anything, like any contraband at all? No, sir. No, okay. 
Just relax, okay? You were just coming from 110 Hall, right? 110 Hall? Yeah. Hall Street Park Store? Yeah, oh, yeah. What the hell are we doing to do all this? Littering. Like I told you. Littering? And he was probably coming from a sp suspicious house. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into this because if this is just littering, then it's stupid. If he finds something on him, though, then I'm gonna suspect that he knew that the house. So he ran. The other guy ran. Huh. I'm gonna have to look more into that. We can't sit here and spend 20 minutes uh, talking about that. Because I've got another thing that I actually wanted on the show. Uh, okay. That's just that guy um, hanging out. So... Uh, I talked about this, I think, um, I didn't talk about this on the show. You know what? I'm going to make sure just because I don't remember. I, I do a show almost every day now, so I don't remember if I talked about it on the show or if I talked about it, um, on one of my live reacts to the news. So, if I can pull up my show real quick, I can look at the um, the descriptions. Um, yes, okay, I did not discuss this last week on the show. So, uh, actually, I probably could have just scrolled through my, my posts. Um... Is this a clip? Yes, this is my clip. Okay. So we're going to watch me for a second. Uh, those are the only two. Either a direct threat to him or a direct threat to somebody else. That is the only time cops kill people. So yeah, going through that, going through that life-threatening scenario and then going home to your wife is the best thing you will feel in a long time. Nothing objectionable about that. And I am disgusted by our media for the way they portrayed that. So, I was very actually disgusted by that. And I'm going to show you why. <clears throat> because this... Um, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was definitely my live react. So... Oh, that's the gross point teacher. Um, where is... There it is. Haha. -ha. 
And now you see. Of hitting the target under the stress of combat to do what you're trained to do. To stop a deadly force threat. To save lives. To save your life. Some called survive euphoria. Feels real good. Some be well, um... Okay, I see where this is going now. And I see how they got that clip. And now you see how the media so editorializes everything that you cannot get a real story out of them. The Metro Times, uh, so they are canceled for saying disgusting things. Um, okay. The, yeah, the, no. The, this, the right. So, um, church? What church? Oak Point Church yeah. in Novi. So this cop was, you know, saying like, um, you know, when you take a bad man off the street, when a good man takes a bad man off the street, um, that was a threat to both him and his community. Um, that's that's invigorating, right? And that's going to be, I mean, that's going to be something that affects you. Um, just one sec. I'm just might making sure that all my because I don't I don't have a bunch of people helping me with this show, um, like most people. Well, they get paid to help. Uh, <laughs> So, um, and then one, one more thing that I just wanted to cover on the show briefly was that, um, you know, we've got, wow, I've gone for 40 minutes. Okay. I know some of that was, uh, was me being away and, um, well, not, not that long. So this gross point teacher actually you know what? You know we know teachers are fed up um, with that. Um, man, I want to keep pushing Garrett Soldano. Um, let's actually before we go. Okay, so I I covered Garrett Soldano a lot on Twitch, um, on my live react to the news. Uh, I would love to have you guys on there. Um, live reacts will be Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Well, I try I try to do one every day. I there's just no way I can uh, because of the nature of the show. It is more of a hobby for me. Um, I don't have a big crew. Uh, people watching the stream, like like people that are are telling me, you know, oh hey, you need to do this. This isn't right. Um, it's a big job to actually do the stream. So I, I'm not always able to do live reacts and sometimes they're done poorly. You know, I'm, I'm just a dude trying to build a media that doesn't hate Americans that doesn't hate my fellow Michiganders, because as I've shown the Detroit free press is not your friend. They do not like you. They, they are willing to print that column and many more that I've exposed throughout the last year and a half that I've been doing this podcast. So, I mean, I would, I would love to have you guys on there just to be, you know, engaging, talking with me. Um, I can, 
I can talk for 40 minutes. I can just sit here and monologue and you know talk to myself, but I want to hear from the people. I want to build something in Michigan for the people. And if you're with me on that, you're welcome to join my Twitch stream. If you subscribe, you'll get notified when I go live. Um, even if you just you know pull it up, sh- uh, you know shoot a chat in there, and then uh, stick it in your pocket, like um, you know that helps. Every little bit helps. You know, even if you can only watch for like five minutes, it's it's great to have you on there because uh, what that does is that helps to to support you know what I'm doing here. Um, I can actually get monetized and all this stuff from Twitch. Um, it, it may not help the show run better, um, but it may help pay for, you know, some trips to, uh, check some things out. Um, you know, if this, if this is profitable, I mean, um, I could invest a little bit more time in it, but it's, it's really hard, um, to, to justify at this point. So. Um, I would I would love to have you guys on there to be commenting on the show. That's all it, all we need. Um, so yeah, can't beg you guys enough. Um, and I can't thank enough the loyal viewers that we have, the people that have been listening to the podcast, um, the people that have been you know just faithful and through all the way. Like you guys are the best. Um, I am so happy to have you guys listening. So. Um, that is our show for today. I am going to cut it because we I have been going for 40 minutes and I got a few other things to do before I go to my sister's graduation. She just graduated from Grand Valley State. Uh, she just graduated from college, magna cum laude. So I'm super proud of her. Um, yeah. So we will be back again probably on Monday. Yeah, I think I'll do I'll do a show on Monday. Um, it won't be this quality because I won't have my recording studio. But I will try to do a show on Monday at 6. 6. Yes. All right. So I will see you guys then. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And you guys have a great Sunday.